Good love our gracious queens are throughout their just queens. Their time has come. United Queendom. At United Queendom, we are huge fans of Fat Pigeon Art. The work by Sid Spencer is frankly fantastic and the website is fatpigeon.uk so he does digital prints mugs t-shirts and so much more of your favorite drag queens or of celebrities or anyone you can think of from the uk and across the globe they donate a percentage of all profits back to the lgbtqia community in brighton and you our lovely listeners can get a 10% discount using the code uqdm22 on all merchandise Get involved, guys. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer, and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster, and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host... United, United Queendom, Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. Obviously, first things first... We need to address the very sad news from the UK, mm-hmm. which has left a nation devastated in the last few weeks. It has. Yes, it's um, sadly true. We did have some technical issues with our last episode. <laughs> we still don't know what happened, but Apple Podcasts, or Crapple Podcasts, as we are now <laughs> calling them, did not upload our latest recap of Down Under Series 2. So for those of you listening... Oh, <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm devastated. I, I was, I was um, moved. Very, very sad. Um, there was global grief. Yeah, global, <laughs> global grief. Well, so. not for those who listen on Spotify or SoundCloud because they may not have noticed a difference. But the majority of you listeners do use Crapple Podcasts, mm. like myself, and may have thought the episode just hadn't even been done and that we just couldn't be asked. But we had done it. And if you ever in the future check your Crapple podcast and uh, the episode you're expecting is not there, please do check our SoundCloud as it will almost certainly be there or Spotify if you've got Spotify. And apologies for any inconvenience and also apologies for the fact that episode is now uploaded three times. (laughs) Uh, We we didn't just think it was so good it needed three airings. It was our attempt to try and um, get it through because we didn't know what was happening. I I definitely need more than one airing otherwise, you know, I'm still still a bit stinky musty yeah musty, yeah musty. <laughs> and speaking of musty we did upload an old interview which had a gorgeous to check if it was just that episode of down under that was the problem which it turns out it was but as she is cast on season four of drag race uk now is a good time to revisit that amazing interview um so yeah the technical glitch made headlines around the world and there's even been a bank holiday given for it yeah and people are queuing for miles to try and listen to that episode <laughs> and also ironically around the same time this podcast united queendom faced its darkest week ever well, it wasn't a good week for queens in general. And Queen Elizabeth II tragically passed away at the ripe old age of 96. And I thought Sam Dula, as as quite a... I don't know if you count yourself as a royalist, but you're... I would, yeah, 100%. Royalist. Maybe you'd be better to offer a more serious take on the news. Well, I did, you know... I mean, obviously, in the morning, we were all told that, you know, there was worries about the Queen's health and... You know, and then suddenly the family were, you know, were get, were hot-footing it up to Balmoral. And they said, you know, that the Queen was comfortable, which is always a bad sign. Always a bad sign. So, obviously, yeah. obviously we learnt the news um, around about six. And, yeah, I, I did proper have a good weep 
about it. I knew I would. Um, I love the Queen. and Because um, EastEnders was taken off air. That's why you were crying, wasn't it? <sighs> is, is this my serious take, is it, Ed? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Have some respect. Continue. Um, Celebrity anyway, master. Anyway, <laughs> so then I had to work like over the weekend. I had to go on GB News a few times and talk about um, where where we're all in black and talk about the Queen. But obviously, you know, they managed to switch it around to bitching about um, Harry and Meghan. But um, I think it's been, you know, it's well. I mean, we, here we are, like a, a week later, and um, you know, it's been obviously it's been a long a long week i mean you can't you can't you can't really move for it and i i did say that i was going to go and queue up for the lion state but i just um i just haven't got the time and i i I would like to do it but i I don't have a friend who's really wants to do it as well so i mean i I don't want to do it on my own well you didn't ask me well would you like to go and do it well, I was actually going to do it until I um, realised how long the queues actually are. For some reason, I was, I thought I was the only person in the country who would um, have the idea to go down. So I thought it'd be a quick... T- I wouldn't mind five out, five yeah, or six. Yeah, I said I'd do three or four. But um, yeah, for it to be 12 or beyond, um, and you don't even get to see in the coffin. So I would want a proper proper look if I'm going to queue so for that I had, I had a horrible dream, actually, um, because obviously, you know, you know when you see something all the time. And in my dream, they were carrying the coffin and it slipped and the, the Queen's corpse fell out. Um, it was quite a nasty dream. Clutching and, a Paddington bear. No, it was awful. And I was just like, oh, you didn't, I didn't see her face. You just saw like the, her curly, her curly grey hair. And I was like, no! Because it reminded me of seeing my grandmother in her coffin. And um, I mean, she wasn't, she was lying in state, I guess, but lying in state at the cooperative um, in one of their darkened rooms. And I remember my dad saying... In a supermarket. <laughs> no, the cooperative funeral. In the chilled the section. The cooperative funeral care. Oh, yeah. Uh, but um, dad was like, so we sat outside the special room and dad was like, come have a look, come have a look. You know, she looks, she just looks like she's sleeping. So I went in with, with obviously my mum, my sister and, uh, and my dad. And he was like, there she is. Because he was always very upbeat, my dad. And uh, she looked like a fucking corpse. So um, it was horrible. I wish I hadn't done it. So um, I think we should be thankful that it's not an open casket or a glass casket uh, no, a la Snow White. So um, I don't think you would ever, I mean... Snow Grey. She's obviously in. She's obviously in the box, but um, I think I would love to have done it because I know it's something that I, you know, you'd have made friends with people around you, and uh, you're all there for the. Sake. I'd have made enemies. Well, well you, yeah, you would have. You would have done. Yeah, so it wouldn't have been good to go with you. But um, <laughs> yeah, you'd have been like, no, stop, stop pushing. Um, so David Beckham, get to the back. I've seen you. Yeah. So I think. Um, I wish I I wish I had done it because you know it was it was obviously quite moving for people and you would never forget it. But um, no, I'm just not really in the right place to go and look at a coffin. Obviously, you know, with my dad not not long dead, so um, I don't know. Just not that's that's my excuse. Yeah, um, it just seems like uh, a lot. But yeah. I I mean, my reaction. I went straight to Buckingham Palace when I heard the news. Did you? I mean, same as you on Thursday. I mean, I think. Especially if you work in the media, I think we'd twigged a bit mm. earlier that something it wasn't. Yeah, because I was because I was I getting mean, the, texts from the BBC presenters had been changing into black ties and jackets, and also you don't just shut down all broadcast on TV if it's just something like a, a twenty four hour bug. Clearly, they knew something we did not. Yeah, they'd have got they'd have got. It's, well, it's like um, and did you see um because they were doing question time, weren't they? Angela Rayner, I think, got the news, and she just like runs off and then comes back again. She's like, ooh, stony faced. Yeah. So um, yeah. They. I think. I think most people knew. If you're, you know, high up in media or in the government, you'd have known hours before we did. 
Well, because the BBC uh, annually, they used to do a day, a training day for when the Queen died, didn't they? So they're very prepared for mm. it. So the fact they straight away went to the tone and everything about it was just like clear that I think she was going to die. So I went to Buckingham Palace and it, it was busy, but um, it wasn't as busy as I think it would have been because it was raining that night. Mm. Um, but there was people singing God Save the Queen, singing our theme tune, actually. Mm. I'd, I'd forgotten that it um, had a life before that. Mm. Um, and yeah, they did. Um, well, now it's God Save the King, isn't it? Yeah, we will we will be recording it in due, due course, but we're just going to wait for the morning period to finish. Mm. But um, yeah, that night was, it was strange. It was more, I guess, because people were already out and were drinking. I think it was a bit more boisterous. So I did want to, same as you, maybe come and uh, see the lying in state coffin to have more of a mournful thing. Because the thing was, I mean, I'm not a royalist and I don't really like the royal family or the monarchy, but I do think the one person who still does deserve respect probably from anyone in this country is the queen mm. just for the length of the reign mm. and the ser- her service to this country and everything she's done and i think the the debates about um whether we should have a monarchy and stuff are i, I are valid and i do have my own views on that no not valid piss off <laughs> Well, the thing is, a lot of people are like, oh, there's a time and a place someone's just died. We shouldn't be talking about it now. But then I saw another tweet that said, like, well, actually, the the passing of power is the exact time to talk about it. And I think it kind of is, really, because it's like, when it, when is it more relevant than now? And we are about to see quite a disgusting display of, of wealth and taxpayer money on this funeral at a time where people are really struggling. So I do... Um, appreciate that. that um, is yeah, also, but I mean, I think you can respect the Queen and yeah. have an issue with that at the same time. I don't think you have to fall into one extreme camp or the but other. But the thing is, um, something like this is actually very positive for the nation um, as a whole. Whether, whether I mean, because there's only, I mean, there's only a certain amount of yeah, well over a million people who you know who will be eligible to get um, help with their bills, etc., etc., etc. Where there's far more millions who would be upset by this. And um, the organisation of it, it will cost a certain amount of money, but it's a drop in the ocean compared to how much um, people will be struggling. I mean, wasn't it... Isn't isn't um, Liz Truss's uh, plan, like, worth about 200 billion? So um, the Queen's funeral, which is, I think, which is going to cost about maybe 20 million, isn't really comparable. Well, Liz Truss needs to dip into that money to see how to appear on camera, because all I keep seeing is very weird pictures of her pulling funny faces and fully funny, like, I don't know, poses whenever she's in these... Oh. Yeah, it's very, very mortifying. But um... I know, we lose, we lose the matriarch only to get a... Um another female prime minister that maybe a lot of people aren't particular fans of, myself included. Well, I mean, well, I definitely think she's going to be an improvement on Boris, but I definitely don't think Charles will be an improvement on the Queen with his big red puffy fingers. Um, but <laughs> Camilla um, must, must be very happy with them. The rest of us, it's quite, quite weird. I just think um, as well, obviously Liz Truss wasn't, she wasn't voted in by the people. She was voted in by like 150,000 older white people who are part of the um, Conservative Neither Party. Was yeah, or the Queen. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that. But um, you know, they're not making they're not making policy. They're not doing anything like that. They're figureheads, aren't they? They are there. They're there basically to give us a national identity and to bring um, and to bring interest and. Well, um, I mean. 
Actually, you know, and, and 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 money from other countries. I've been interested to learn that. I think the Queen did take a more active role than we realised. Mm. She's always been very neutral publicly, but I think that a lot of former prime ministers have spoken about what uh, asset she was as a diplomat, yeah. and because she her neut- neutral position sometimes helped her get access, or mm. the way she dealt with other foreign leaders around the world. I think she's done a lot of great things in terms. Well, of I mean, that. the fact that even fucking Putin sent his um, condolences to the British people, even though we're sending. Sending <laughs> loads of weaponry to destroy his army, but he still goes sorry, everybody. Blah blah blah, which I thought was slightly strange. But um, you know that is that is the way of it. And he's you know obviously Putin met the Queen when he wasn't an insane person. So um, yeah, it's just it's, the whole thing is was he ever not the whole insane? thing is very strange. I have to say I did get I did get stoned one evening this week, and um, I was sort of you know when you get a bit stoned, you're sort of like staring at the TV, and I suddenly my mind suddenly suddenly started anyway. suddenly started to go into it's so weird to have all of all, all of this for one another human being who's no different from us um and i started to be like oh my god it's so bizarre but um then i then i sobered up so um now i think it's great no it is nice that it brings the country together in some ways exactly. although i've seen i mean social media often is not a good representation of what's good going lord on. no everyone, everyone's just arguing at the moment and it's just the whole i'm so sick of the harry and megan thing oh me too like, oh, shut up never stops having a go at them i know and i agree and i, th- I and well, i think on it, a positive I, note go on <laughs> i was just gonna say one more negative thing i, I did and I, I was just gonna say kate kate middleton looked absolutely gorgeous when they mm, did the thing. she did but she looked i mean she always looks great but she looked really i think she looked so slim and in her black and her beautiful hair i just thought wow okay so would you, you so go, would go. you be megan would, too, would you megan be more too. royalist when um it's king william and queen harry then would you be more more royalist then you said queen harry <laughs> did i you said King William and Queen Harry. <laughs> oh, I know they're an incestuous family, but I, don't I think mean it's Queen Catherine, King... Queen Catherine, King, King William and well, Queen Catherine. The... Will you be? Will you be more royally when that happens? Well, I was thinking of this yesterday, and I actually this sounds awful of me, and I feel bad saying it, but I lo- You know, I love bald men. I love <laughs> my dad. Yeah, my dad's a bald man. My Where the bald fuck man. you going but, with this? But I cannot abide with. Prince William or future King William, if he's going to be bald, which I'll oh, be know, bald all over. Yeah, don't have the be, side. Please yeah. be bald because I yeah. can't be having yeah. this on stamps and notes mm. and like representing the country. I just think he does look a bit fucking stupid, and I and it's his choice. Because and... also nobody that like no no one in the population, if they were going bald, but when you go bald nowadays, you shave it all off. That's it. End of. You don't, you don't leave, you don't leave the bits around the side. So I do agree with you there. It needs to go because Kate is such a groomed beauty. I think just having this like, and he did used to be all right looking, but he just looks like this fucking bald weirdo. And uh, he seems like a nice mm, man. Yeah. I don't have any issue with him, but um, no, I'm, I'm. That's an issue I do have, more so than with Harry and Meghan. Yeah, I agree. Like maybe, maybe just like shave it down to a one or something, even so. There's like a shadow, maybe, but. Not like a full. Or just keep the crown on, maybe. Maybe that's what. Know. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's what he's waiting for. Well, probably not that long. By the um, look of Charles's fingers, they do not look like they're fingers of a healthy man. <laughs> um, Gout. So, um, are you going to be attending the funeral on Monday, Sam? Well, obviously, I do have a very special invite. I'm sat next to. Um, President Biden. Well, I wasn't joking. I know that we won't be at the actual funeral. But oh. you know, people are gathering in there. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, my mistake. Um, yeah, we're going to watch it here at the house. Um, and oh, so got... you're not going to? No, the... no. We're just going to we're going to watch on TV. Have some have some wine. As I said, I was gonna, I was, gonna, I was supposed to be on the news, but um, apparently they want uh, royal correspondence instead of just you know gobs for hire. So uh, yeah, so I'm gonna knobs you know, for hire, knobs for hire. So I'm gonna yeah, just sort of sit and have you know a few glasses of prosecco and watch it at home and celebrate the queen. It's what she would have wanted. Exactly. Um, I am going down because my friend is coming to stay. For, who's a big. Queen fan. She came, not the band. I was going to say, Freddie Mercury's been gone for years, babes. (laughs) No, she she came down for the Jubilee a few weeks ago. So she said, oh, can I come down and stay with you? And then it's been implied that I would go and try and get with her, even though I don't think we're going to get anywhere, even near the anything. Because it's just, uh, everyone's going to be descending on London. I think it's going to be chaos. I'm kind of dreading it. But if we get even near a screen, I will be pleased with that. Well, they are they going to have big screens up then? Yeah, they're having big screens up. Wow. So we will be doing a recap next week of that. Now, um, I think it's well. The route is all along, well, basically the centre of London, isn't it? All Westminster along the Thames. So I think they're going to be uh, giving her one last lap with there, and then I think she gets laid. One in, last um, lap. West Westminster Abbey, I think. But I think it'll be like nothing the world has ever seen, really, because like. She's the longest-serving monarch. Probably like Diana, but I don't remember that. She's the longest-serving monarch um, ever around the world. So, I mean, I think this will be... And obviously, like, you know, you've got the likes of, you know, you know, um, the heads of state from literally all over the world. Biden's coming, etc., as I said. So, like, it's going to be pretty fucking huge. I don't think she's the longest-serving monarch. She, because they kept saying after she, I used to think she was, but it, then after she died, they kept saying she's the longest serving monarch in UK history. But I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, the, I the, thought it was the world over. Like I mean, there might have been some. Well, you know, maybe it is, but I didn't wonder why they kept saying UK because I thought. Oh, I thought it was the world. So who was maybe someone in an Asian country? Or something has surpassed her like quietly. Well, you'd but, have um, to. You'd have to. What was she? How old was she? Twenty. Two or something, twenty one. Yeah, something. So I think it was like seven. So they'd have had to have been. They'd have to have been. They'd have to have been crowned. Um, they'd have to have been crowned like when when they're in their teens. I mean, people get crowned as a baby sometimes, don't they? No, do they? Well, they would have to have been crowned when they were a child or in their or in their teens, and then live to in their late eighties, nineties. So I mean, it's pretty fucking unusual. So I'll be very surprised. So please, please, listeners, please tell us if you know of someone. Yes, please do. Can you imagine if Charles doesn't die, like, long from now? We have to go through all this again. I mean, I don't think it would be the same impact, would it? It would be a bit like... Well, everyone would be sad he was dead, but not like the Queen, no. Would we? I don't think... And I don't think they... I don't, but I don't think... Why the long face? But also, like, would... I mean, if it was in five years' time, would they do the same whole week of mourning and stuff? I think they probably would. I think it's like tradition. I don't, although maybe it's partly demand because I mean, people really are turning out for the Queen. They're turning people away from the Elizabeth Line today, which is yeah. what people calling the queue. I had my first ride on the Elizabeth Line this week. Actually. Oh, did you? I haven't been on it. Was it lovely? It was nice, but I mean, the route is really through central London is quite pointless because it only goes things that already have a line. It's not, I haven't seen it 
offering no, but it's quicker. Than... But it's quicker though, isn't it? It's like goes. You can get from Liverpool. It was a Street. bit quicker, but it really did not make a huge difference. But you know, when you're in Liverpool Street and you want to get to Scotland Court Road, that was a fucking ball ache before, wasn't it? Yes, yes, that's true. I haven't done that yet. Maybe once I've done that, I will change my mind. Um, so should we move on to queens that are alive now and do the? Mo- um, shall we just? I mean. So let's crack on with these new queens. First up, we've got Danny Beard from Liverpool. What did you... Uh, were you familiar with Danny Beard before? No, never, but I just love this. I mean, I have to say, first of all, with a quick overall, I think this is a great cast. It's yes. diverse, it's interesting. Uh, they all look like they're coming from different places, literally, and drag-wise as well. I think it's really exciting. Yeah, a lot of personality, a lot of good fashion. I thought season three was a re well, it's almost universally regarded as a really bad season. And I think a lot of that was a lot of the... Well, I think because Victoria Scone left early and she was meant to be one of the stars. And uh, mm. what's her name? Veronica Green left earlier than expected. And I think mm. they just had a bit of bad luck. And then the queens that got to the end, like Ella Day and Kitty Scott Claus, uh, I think were ones that like weren't really ever meant to be the stars of the show. Um, so it was a bit of a weird season. Although I have to say, Kate Scott Claude is lovely. Yeah, she is lovely, but um, I just don't think she was person. meant to be in, yeah. in contention for the crown necessarily. Um, but Danny Beard, I do think I I'm, I'm making my predictions, which, as we all know, are very accurate. Um, I do think. She- Yay! Ed, Ed, d- d- can I do? Can I do something? Da, 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 da. Ed Dyson's erroneous predictions. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be really surprised if Danny Beard is not a finalist because I was familiar. I'd seen her do her Britain's Got Talent audition, which was my fucking karaoke song, Sweet Transvestite from Rocky Horror, which is my most performed work ever on stage. Wait, she did a Britain's Got Talent? She did a Britain's Got Talent? I didn't know that. Yeah, she did. And it went, um, I don't know if it went viral, but it was quite a notable thing at the time. And she got through and then I don't, can't remember what happened to her, but obviously she didn't win. But um, it was a good audition. I rewatched it today. So I checked that out. Um, she went up to the panel and like sang to Simon and even Simon, who is always a bit iffy about anything to do with drag or gay culture, because probably because, you know, hiding something. But even he was a bit... <laughs> I, tried to say that, Slander. I tried to say that as nicely as I could. Um, but even him with Danny Beard was uh, nice to him. So she won him over. And um, they're all doing their hometown looks in this promo. So uh, Danny is doing... Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, so oh, Danny's doing the liver bird from Liverpool, which I... Live a bird. Live a bird. I'd never heard of it, as you can tell from me mispronouncing it. Yeah, they're the two, they're the two birds that are on top of the building in Liverpool, in the middle of Liverpool. Yeah, um, I, didn't, I don't think I've seen them before. I've only been to Liverpool like twice in my life. And there's there are a lot of birds, but I haven't didn't notice those two. You can't you can't really miss you can't really miss the live birds. They're two like big big statues. Um, that, and they used to be in the um I know you won't remember this um, in the seventies and eighties, and they tried to reboot it. I think in the nineties, a sitcom called The Live Birds, which was obviously set in Liverpool. I remember when they had the lamb bananas. They were cool. Lamb bananas. Yeah, all around Liverpool they had lamb bananas, which were like these statues of lambs that had big tails that looked like bananas and they were called lamb bananas. You're taking the piss? 
Um, maybe that was the year I'd taken a lot of acid, actually, looking back. No, it's a real thing, bitch. It was when I was at uni. Um, but yeah, Danny, I think she looks good. She looks polished. I think her mug reminds me of Raven, as a lot of them do emulate Raven, but she's not oh, done it. Oh, yeah, I mean... As black well, as Raven, This is stunning makeup, and, the, and, and you couldn't even really tell that she's got a beard on. I mean, whatever the fuck makeup she's using is on point. Well, she's the first bearded queen, I think, ever in one of the ones that Rue does. So I... and. As much as I like a bearded queen, I like the fact if she's bearded, she can also, like you say, cover it sometimes. Because I don't, I don't think a beard will go with every look. And it is good to have that versatility. So do you agree with me that she's one for the final or even potentially the win? Definitely, definitely, definitely one to watch. Because um, she looks amazing. And, uh, you know, that outfit is stunning. And the beard is obviously makes her, makes her, you know, a bit different, a bit interesting. And, you know, and, and the... Um, you know her vibe. I think you know. As I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of strong queens in this meet the queens, and she's definitely one of them. She's definitely up there. Yeah, she seemed quite funny. She had a few little quips, innuendos, and that always does well on Drag Race. No innuendos, in your endo. That's a joke from Scrubs. Mm. Don't know if you used to watch Scrubs. <laughs> one of my favourites. I was looking the other day on. Do you see those um, fucking celebrity cameo videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. And I was looking at all the prices of them because it amuses me. And um, the one, the only one that I actually wanted was Dr. Cox from Scrubs. It was like £500. He was the most expensive one on the whole site. And I was Dr. like... Dr. Cox from what? From Scrubs. Oh, oh. Did you not... Oh, I see the older guy. Yeah, oh, I thought you were a fan as well. See, no, not really. We've both. got a bad line. United Kingdom is just absolutely plagued with technical hitches at the moment. Um, so, baby, 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 baby... What did you make of Baby? Um, I wasn't actually a big fan. I, I don't like the name Baby. I found it a bit creepy. Um, and she was a bit like, oh, look at this, look at that, la di da Like, everybody, people say that I'm this, and that kind of annoys me. So, and she didn't look amazing. So, hmm. I, I also put in my notes, Baby is not a good name for branding, because this is why a lot of the drag queens do have surnames. Because if you type Baby into... Google, you're going to get about 3,000 hits before, well, probably even more than that, before you get to this drag queen. So, I mean, it, yeah, exactly. it, it's not a good idea to pick a word that's already something you'd else. You'd have to say baby drag queen, wouldn't you? And then you, you'd get pictures of a baby of babies dressed as drag queens. So, <laughs> so it's, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but she, I've got her pegged as like mid out, but the reason being, because I think she will be a lip sync assassin, because she's talking up her lip syncing and her dancing. And obviously they film these after um, they film the season. So usually there are a few clues as to how well they do. Oh, do oh, do they? Yeah, which I find really annoying. Cause, like, I think it's almost spoiler territory. Because sometimes if they're really, really confident, you think, well, you wouldn't be saying that if you'd gone home first. Unless you're just treating this as like an acting challenge, but um, <laughs> didn't you didn't you see didn't you see my Meet the Queens? <laughs> but yeah, she um didn't make a huge impression, so I'm not seeing great things for her. Um, we've got Jumbas <laughs> Jumbas Blonde. I hate this name. So already, I just hate this queen because of the name. What the fuck is a Jumbas? I think it might be... Um, I googled it. Nothing came up with this queen. So actually, branding-wise, it's a good idea. But. Yeah, exactly. And I liked her outfit. I like the fact that she's obviously done a lot of stuff, like, you know, like with fashion, etc. And she's the Northern Irish queen, isn't she? And um, Belfast, yeah. Belfast. And, yeah, I think, you know, I, I, I like it. I like her look. I like her attitude. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm neither here nor there with the name, but I think, um, yeah, I liked her vibe. 
I hated the outfit. I thought it was ugly. Um, I wondered which fashion magazine she has been editor for. I suspect it's very small community magazine in <laughs> up and Belfast. I don't think we're a talking... A fanzine. We're not talking Vogue, honey. And she's been on runways. I think it's very easy to say you've been on a runway when it's actually not that impressive. Um, I'm not liking this queen. I don't want to say John Buzz. I'm going to have to say JB, I think, for this queen. Well, I think I think I think they'll I think they'll come up with a name during the series that we can use. I mean, it'll probably just be John Buzz. Hopefully, RuPaul. Yeah, <laughs> John Buzz. No, I do I do not like saying it. It doesn't feel good. It's like Ru said about Heidi and Closet. It just doesn't slip out the tongue very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I'm, so I'm getting early out, and I'm hoping for early out there. Um, on the other hand, we've got my pick for winner, which is Cheddar Gorgeous. Cheddar Gorgeous, your pick for winner. Yeah, and actually, I would not have pegged her as the winner. Um, well, I wouldn't have pegged her at all, actually. But I wouldn't have pegged uh, her as the winner before the season because I've in- interviewed her a few times, as you, you know from me posting the interview this week. And she herself, I, I haven't re-listened to the interview, but if I recall, she herself said she didn't think she'd be very good at Drag Race because she says she's not good at a lot of the things that Drag Race does, like the acting, the comedy. She's more of just mm. pure fashion and aesthetic. But from this Meet the Queen's interview, she really did come across very funny, very engaging. And yeah, it's absolutely. Kind of, it really um, made me think that, because she's got a lot of experience. She's been on TV before. She was on the Channel 4 show, Drag SOS. So she's one of the more high-profile queens in the country. Her name is often mentioned. And I just got the feeling from this Meet the Queen's that actually she might be the one who gives it a bit of an Evie Oddly, Sharon Needles, Willow Pill, we- Weirdo takes the crown. And I have to say, um, on a personal note, I, um, I met, I'm i sure I've said this on the podcast before, but I met her, or maybe I just said to you, I met her on a tube, on the on the tube once, and she was like in half drag, and I was just sat down, and then um, I was like catching her eye and stuff, and then I stood up and I was like, I just have to say you look fabulous, da, 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 and we got chatting, got chatting about the podcast and stuff, and she said that she would never go in for um drag races maybe this was must have been before the pandemic um if and unless they started to have trans queens on drag race so obviously they they do now have trans queens on on, on drag race so now jada gorgeous on it and i have to say she was so utterly lovely and i when i saw that she was in the new series i emailed her she emailed straight back saying thank you so much da, 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 da. so like i'm with you 100 percent. she has my tip for the win i think she's fabulous i mean my only thing is um what david said actually is like will they slate her for not wearing wigs because she doesn't wear wigs does she she's a bald queen well i don't know if she i mean sasha Velo was a bald queen but still did wear some wigs i think um depends on the cheddar is insistent on sticking to that. Yeah. I mean, she dressed as a bee for this promo look and then had the ears on. So I think as long as you keep something happening on the head, like Sasha Velour would wear hats or stuff like that, I think you yeah. can kind Fascinators. of... Fascinators. Yes, indeed. And I think she's smart. Obviously, she has a doctorate, which I didn't know till this interview. And I think RuPaul really responds well to that. But she's also got like a silly sense of humour. And I just... The more she talked the more I was like I think she's going to actually do really well in this yeah and have you watched Celebrity I'm I'm sorry uh, Drag SOS I haven't I have my fill of drag content on TV well it's it's a bit like it's a bit like We're Here but obviously British and um, I think it was done before We're Here and actually like she comes across as so fucking lovely throughout and you know she appears like out out of drag as well and um, she's just really genuine and really kind and you know I'm just so I'm just so into it Yes, I've got a very good feeling. Unlike the other queen I'm familiar with, Just May, who I um, have come into contact with before as well, who I predict will be the first out, actually. 
even though she's from my neck of the woods, Essex, where I currently reside, um, she, she actually does drag sometimes at the karaoke hall, which is a haunt I used to haunt. <laughs> and she's really... In a very spooky way. Just, she comes across as a very... This is back then, and in this Meet the Queens, it's like quite a crap drag queen, and I can never fully tell if she... How much she's in on the joke. Sometimes oh, it's like like irony is or not. Yeah, like she does the Jerry well in uh, Jerry Halliwell impersonator thing, which um, could be quite funny. But then she doesn't even do it with enough tongue and cheek for it to be yeah, really exactly. funny. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, she's seems, really she's monotone. Seems, yeah, it seems really monotone. Seems really like um, Lacey Fair, very. Um, laid back about the whole thing so maybe that but maybe that's you know when you have like because i have friends that are like that and initially you're like oh my god they're so boring etc but then they say and they start to say things that you actually think are really fucking funny but they're so deadpan and it's so so dry that it's actually great so i'm thinking you know there might be some of that i don't know maybe um she i don't know she was just it gave me kind of like like she just wandered in off the street there wasn't much energy and then she seemed a bit thick she I mean, I must admit, I don't really know who Boudicca is either, but she had dressed as that as her reference and then still didn't know, which seems a bit like... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I know who Boudicca is. Um, she's, she's famous. There's a, there's a massive statue of her in London. Like with the, um, She very famously had um, knives on... She had a, like, a, like a chariot that she would drive down and she's got knives on the wheels that would cut people's legs off. <laughs> That just sounds like Greece to me. <laughs> but um, maybe Boudicca got the inspiration from Greece. Um, should we talk about Starlet, the Surrey pin Loved, from loved it. She looked stunning, didn't she? She did look stunning. She really um, looked a little bit like Taylor Swift to me, but but like the, the, the description pin-up was perfect for her. She really did give me that uh, vintage, retro, gorgeous... And <clears throat> I loved her accent, and it, she reminds me of. Do you remember that woman? I've forgotten her name. Who was used to present uh, ten years younger, the blonde one with the uh, glasses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name. Um, she was like really famous for a while, and now she's just completely disappeared. But yeah, she reminded me of her. I thought her look was visually she's stunning, and I thought I, I got a feeling she might be a bit of a dark horse with the comedy as well. Cause she seemed like quite mm. like she might be quite funny, so I could potentially see her in the final. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, she's definitely got something about her. I mean, whereas um, the last one, something, something May. Different. What was her name? <laughs> I can't have forgotten her name already. Just um, May, who just, I swear just... used to have a different name. I think she used her name used to be like Teresa Gay or something. I swear um... it was something like that, and she's changed it because. I swear that wasn't her name when I used to see her. She used to do the Spice Girl mm. events. Um, what was it called? Pop, not pop stars. What's that fucking thing called? Push the button. Oh right. She was yeah. on the bu- on the bus that I was on, and she, I swear she was called something else. But um, <laughs> but like there, there's a different different. There's a there's a much more regal vibe about Starlet um, compared. But then yes. obviously, but obviously, but that's why. I like the fact this is obviously an eclectic bunch of queens. So, I mean, you know, these, you know, some, you know, Just May might be great at one challenge and then Starlet's shit at it. So you never know. Yeah, she she gave me that, like, young Violet Chachki confidence. Yeah. She just seems very sure of who she is. And I can just imagine that will take her far. RuPaul tends to like that. Um, so Sminty Drop, another quite terrible drag name, I think. Um, looked amazing so again, though. Looked fucking amazing. Sh- she did look amazing, very polished, very visually stimulating. She's from the House of Kendall, of gothy R.I.P. fame, so that's not very promising. No. Um, it's but... all... I'm, I'm, so, so even if you got booted out first, that you, you still qualify to have your own house. 
Is that right? Well, I mean, she, yeah, she might have... I mean, she probably had a house before she went on Drag Race. So you don't... Mm. People have... You could be a drag mother. You don't have to be on Drag Race. It's not like a, a job application. It's <laughs> kind of just a group of drag friends who hang out and help each other, really. And if you put someone in drag, then that usually means you're their drag mum. Right. But yeah, I guess you could surpass your drag mum, which it looks like Sminty already has. Um, But yeah, she seems... I I don't know, she lacked a little bit of the special something that I think could get you to the end, but I can imagine her performing well enough to make it sort of to the halfway point, maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And... um... But I think the the whole aesthetic was was beautiful, and um, you know, if she was just a, even if she's just a look queen, that's enough to get you through at least a halfway, as you say. Well, even that was a bit off because I loved the outfit, but I thought it was too far down, and there was a lot of exposed chest that just looked a bit off. But um, but yeah, generally the wig was amazing. The wig, the makeup was yeah very good, mm. but almost a bit like. I don't know. I, I feel like I didn't really find out who she was. Not to sound like Michelle Visage. <laughs> God forbid. And then we've got Black Pepper, who I think everyone's getting quite excited about. She's from the Caribbean and now lives in Birmingham. She's more of a fashion queen, but I feel like she seemed quite well-rounded to me, like quite funny. Oh, I quite loved likeable. it. And, and, she, and she also got her name from fucking Peppa Pig, who's a nasty little bitch, as we all know. So, um... Oh, I didn't know. I, I've been talking to my friends about this who have kids and they say, yes, yeah, she's really horrible. So why <laughs> does everyone like Peppa Pig? Because every fucking kid I know loves Peppa Pig. Why do they like her if she's such a bitch? Well, because she's, cause they think she's quite funny, but she is quite badly behaved and she is quite spoiled in the show. But obviously they, they do that on purpose. So, um... And and she and she gets um, not comeuppance, but like when she does act out, because she's obviously the main character. She acts out, but then she gets taught that not to do certain things. So I mean, that's obviously the purpose of her. But like you know, she's so she's like the Walter White of children's TV. Then and I I just assumed she was a nice little pig. No, no, she's not really. She's she is quite spoiled. <laughs> but obviously, she's just a cartoon pig, so I can't really comment. <laughs> Dare I ask Sam why are you watching Peppa Pig? Please tell me it's your new no because. Um, so actually, we're doing enough. Um, I've been to St Martin's, where she says she where she's from, and uh, when uh, you have you have to fly in there before you go to St Bart's. And uh, when I was in St Bart's, I was with um, my friends, and they had Peppa Pig on for their daughter like twenty four seven. So I've seen so much Peppa Pig. Well, that's a relief. I'm glad there is a acceptable reason. Um, Pixie Polite from Brighton. She also from the Drag Race family has got Sim Ting Wong as a sister, Tia Coffee as a sister, who she dated, which oh. was not official and needed. No, that was kind of weird. Wasn't into that. She kind of reminded me of Kitty Scott Claus, actually, speaking mm. of her. Uh, but she's like, I can sing, I can dance, act comedy. So she sounds very um, suited to Drag Race, but she was giving me kind of knee injury episode two sort of <laughs> feels. Wow, I hope that isn't the case. Can you imagine if I was... Oh, talking of knee injuries, can you... Can you? Is there any word online on your Reddits? I know you go and do that about why Victoria's going, isn't it? No, she posted a video herself when the cast was revealed saying, like, joking about the fact everyone was asking her. Um... I don't understand why they haven't asked her back. I still maintain that she is being saved for All Stars. I know, but she was only in like one episode. And, you know, normally that's, yeah. Is it like a cornbread thing? I don't know. Maybe. I just think, I know that they, I think they are putting together the first UK All Stars at the moment. And they've used up quite a lot of the the queens on that All Stars Mm. versus the world, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. We haven't got that many. and (laughs) And then there's some big queens like Bimini, who I don't, and um, 
maybe even taste so I don't even think would come back because they've well, because they're doing well. so well normally, yeah. So, like, they would, yeah, think that they would, there'd be no reason. So they might have to, yeah, scrape the barrel a little bit. Um, and I could definitely see Victoria maybe skipping the return and just going straight to that. Mm. I hope so anyway, because she seemed like she's going to be really good. And we yeah, didn't get to have absolutely. Our AFAB, we... um storyline. No. But, um, yeah, Pixie Polite, even though she's ticking the boxes technically, I'm just not, she's not standing out to me that much, to be honest. No, no, I agree. Like maybe filler a bit, but um, you know, such a strong cast. You've just got it. You you have to, you know, put their best shoe forward. I would say. Yes, shoe Paul. Um, Dakota Schiffer, twenty-two from Sussex, the first ever trans contestant on Drag Race UK. Um, I thought she was gorgeous. And I really oh liked yeah, this look. I love it. I loved her vibe. I thought, you know, as they said, you know, as Shedda Gorgeous said about having trans people on there, this is the first one for us. And um, yeah, I think she's, I think she's brilliant. Um, uh, who's the one? On, who's the one on Canada? Who's who's trans? Who's in the final four? She's fantastic. Kimmy Couture. Yes, I love her. She really makes me laugh with her. Very correct. She always says correct. <laughs> she... Yeah, and so um, no, I actually, I'm getting I'm getting Kimmy vibes from 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 this one. I actually, unfortunately, have um, seen who won Canada. Even though no, so yeah, but it has been out, but the, we haven't had it because the, um, because of the Queen. Ironically, yeah, the, because of the Queen dying, there's been ten ten days of mourning, and because it's BBC. Uh, iPlayer are not releasing any comedy content during that time, which Drag Race has fallen under. So on one hand, it is bad because it means that we are um, going to be a bit late with the finale of Down Under. Mm. And on another hand, it was quite good because it did actually happen during our mass technical glitch. So if ever it was going to happen, it was actually quite convenient Oh my God, timing. the Queen, so... the Queen did it for us. Thank you, Queen. Oh, she really did as a solid. Bless her. Good old Liz. Oh. Um... But yeah, so Dakota, I think she could either be an early out or go all the way. Like she really, it was almost a bit like with Willow Pill, where I'm like, oh, this is a bit of a wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we would never have thought that Willow Pill would win from the beginning, would we, ever? Because we were like, oh, messy queen, what a state, blah, blah, blah. I think I did predict that Willow Pill was going to win. Did we do meet the queen? Well, roll roll the tapes, roll the tapes, Moon. Let's find out. Wait, who else was, let me go through everyone in the season. <laughs> I th- I don't think there's anyone else that I predicted other than because I always predict it's going to be a weird queen because I always think they are always the ones who end up doing really well. Mm. It's probably it's probably whoever was first out that I predicted. Um, no, I th- I think it was Willow Pill. I'll listen back. Yeah, please do because um, you're not often right. <laughs> no. So a queen from my neck of the woods, uh, Le Phil, not my neck of the woods, China. I mean, Brighouse. She's Chinese <laughs> from Brighouse. Same as Davina DeCampo, a West Yorkshire Queens. Um, Love it. I thought she seemed funny and she can sing, but at the same time, I still was not getting... No, a... I loved her outfit. Um, you know, and, you know, diversity-wise, this makes it one of the most diverse, like, casts we've had, which I'm totally into, and... You know, I think, you know, I def- definitely want to watch. She could be she could be hilarious. Although she did say I can sing and then sang really badly. <laughs> oh, I did. I did like her. I just I kind of got filler vibes. Le Phil Le to, yeah, yeah. Um, to joke about her name. Uh, what did you make of Copper Top, who at 38 is the oldest queen? 
from Cheltenham Spa. Well, the oldest queen in the competition. Well, we love an old queen for starters. Um, But I, and I was actually, and I I was at Cheltenham just recently for a a gay wedding. So it's certainly very fitting. I think, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think she see. I think she see. I think she seems cool. She think she seems fun. I mean, you know, you just sort of like towards the end of the meet the queens, you're a bit like, oh, more. <laughs> but you know, I know they did keep going, didn't they? <laughs> yes, and they're not that many. We're just we're just really impatient and lazy. And there's got we've got a lot of redheads on this season because we've got Copper Top, obviously, just May, who I think signature will be Ginger, obviously because Ginger Spice, and then we had that other one. Well, let me just look her up. It was um, Pixie Polite, was it as well? Another ginger one. Well, it's all about. Well, it's all about the redhead. That's going to get a bit confusing, I think. Three gingers. Well, they all look quite different. First of all, but secondly, but it's all been about ginger this week. What with the um, with the first trailer for um, the Little Mermaid, which people have been getting crazy about online because it's obviously you know it's a, a woman of colour is playing Ariel and people can't seem to deal with it for some reason. Well, I loved a tweet that I saw, which was from a black man who said, you've been um, throwing our people into the oceans for centuries and now you're surprised when there's a black mermaid. I thought, <laughs> oh God, that was... Whoa! That really? Whoa, yes, indeed. But I mean, it is crazy when you see these adults talking about um, Little Mermaid. It's like, would you ever have even watched it? Do you even care about this? It's like, no, exactly. It's for, chil- it's for children wanna... and children don't care. Children literally do not care about race. They're not even, they don't even think about it as a thing. It's they care about they get, drag race. It's only when they call, it's only when they get taught, you know, how to hate that they, they get problems with it. So, I mean, as I said, it's all the adults and it's pathetic and, you know, and it's not, and the film's not for you. So mind your fucking business. Look at this stuff. Is it? I'm sorry. Um, so, oh, that was the last queen. Oh, I just predict, I think she's going to make it copper top. Uh, I think she will be in the copper top a few times, but I think she will get um, cut just before the final. I think she'll get that kind of Alyssa Edwards type. Better than copper Better than copper bottom. Yeah, well, um, you, you sometimes, in the sunshine, can go a bit copper bottom. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you, so we've already said, we think this is going to be a vast improvement on season three. Do you think this cast is capable of being the best... UK season ever, aka yes. season two. I think so. And um, a friend of mine on the, you know, on the inside, who's one of the editors of the um, of the show Prison. and on this show as well. Oh. Uh, she was like, she sent me a text. I was like, oh my god, Cheddar Gorge's in it. I was like, does she do well? And she said, you know, I can't tell you that. But um, she said it's a fucking really good season. So I think we and she, I don't think she would say that unless unless it was true. I bet she said that about season three as well. well <laughs> Probably. Um, so <laughs> when will we eventually get the Down Under final, Sam? I know you know. So it is... Um, um, I BBC released an infographic saying that it was uh, Canada's, Canada's Drag Race finale on the 20th, then uh, on the 21st, the next day is Down Under, and then on the 22nd, the day after that, is um, the premiere of UK. So next week is going to be quite the dragathon. We're going to be busier than King Charles III. And, but the one good thing about everything that went wrong last week um, was a lot of you got in touch and it's good to know that you miss us when we're not there, even though we are there, we're just not on every platform. Uh, so I just wanted to give a few shout-outs because I haven't done it in a while to a few of you who got in touch. Let's shout-out to Bo Blum, Joseph Usher... Pete Thompson, Sarah Caps, who is our beloved social media queen, Woo! Lindsay Marie, Wendy Bikes, Robert Williams, Laurie, Demi Lillis Lovelace, Lewis, 
Hadley Glover, Daniel Eve, and Connor Sullivan. Thanks, guys. We love you. We love you. And we hope this episode is on Crapple Podcasts, um, although they might be worse to us now that we keep... Um, Don't say we. Them names Because we know they listen. They do listen. <laughs> well, when they've they can to, listen. They've got to vet it for quality. And sometimes, sometimes we just don't meet that. <laughs> that was our first episode that was considered so shit they couldn't actually put it up. But hopefully this one will. And thank you guys for bearing with us through those hurdles. And we will make it up to you with lots of fabulous content coming up. And until then... And God, and, and God save the king. God save United Queendom. <laughs> click clack, click clack, click clack. <laughs>